Hey, anime nerds, it's your host C, and I'm back from a week of my vacation. As you guys didn't know, I was in Japan. So this podcast might be a little bit old with some old news. Sorry about that. Still trying to play catch up and everything. But yeah, let's get on to it. Well, so today's topic I want to talk about, there's going to be a couple, definitely the review on, uh, you know, My Hero Academia Season 3, Episode 1. And then I want to talk about, you know, upcoming the upcoming video of it with the new information. And also, I feel like since I've been to Japan, I'm going to let you guys know how my experience was and everything that I expect, you know, well, for those who want to travel to Japan, what you should do and check out and see. Seeing how I've been in Japan before, this isn't really my first time, but I just love the country so much that I'm really thinking about moving, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, as further ado, let's go ahead and So my first topic we'll, we'll go over is My Hero Academia Season 3, Episode 1. So pretty much nothing much happened in this episode. Oh, uh, so let me, I always forget, spoiler alert before, if you haven't seen it and you don't want to know about it, definitely turn off this channel and come back later after you watch it. But for those of you who have, let's go ahead and back into it. So season one, I mean season three, episode one of My Hero Academia was pretty, you know, it was pretty relaxed, kind of reintroducing the characters again. For the first beginning half of it, nothing major happened yet. I guess they just pretty much trying to, you know, retell what happened kind of in season two and go over everybody and their special quirks and stuff, which kind of helps because if it's been a while for you and those of you who don't read a manga, um, you kind of forget who everybody is for a little bit just because you haven't seen their abilities in a while. And I'm not even going to lie. I low-key forgot some of the people abilities just that quick <laughs> or like. Like the one dude um, who ability is Sugar Rush. I completely forgot that he needs sugar to be strong. So, yeah. But anyway, let's continue on with that. So pretty much in the episode, they are um, going to the pool pretty much just to so-called train. And it turned into a big competition and stuff like that. Um, nothing much, like, nothing action-packed like that. You just get to see everybody use their quirks for fun. Well, all the guys get to use their quirks for fun in a race. The females didn't do nothing. Which, low-key, I kind of wish they would have added the females into the race. Just to make it interesting. Because this is, like, this episode one is more of a filler than anything. It's just to kind of, like, like I say, reintroduce everybody. Get everybody back up to speed and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure season two will start off where the manga last left off at. So, yeah. So, episode two, I mean season two, episode two of season three should start the, you know, the renewal of everything. But for the most part, it was overall a good episode. It was just happy. I'm just happy to see, you know, the show back on. Um, As it was confirmed that the show is supposed to be. Uh, 25 episode uh, for this season so that means we're going to have it for a while um, on to the next one the movie so the movie is going to actually be diving into the fact of you know uh, All Might when he was young so we're going to finally get a backstory of it um, which I low key think is a great idea because you know I don't know 
like how they will tie in a movie into the series right now at this point. But honestly, uh, backstory about one of the shows, number one hero, is probably the best way to do it. Um, because all my, we technically we know he's not in his prime no more, and but when he was clearly he was number one. So having a good backstory that's going to be in depth of it, hopefully it's kind of canon to the anime. I feel like it will be since it's a backstory. So pretty much, you know, you can't really go wrong with that because they haven't really truly explored the backstory of All Might. They just say what happened and stuff. So I'm I'm predicting that we get to see, like, the fight that caused his injuries and what type of person he was back in the days. Maybe even see what was his quirk before All For One. Um, or not all for one. It's one for all. Sorry. All for one is the bad guys one. But yeah, you get to see his quirk before, you know, everything happened and all that. So I would like to see that, especially with it. Um, like I say, the film supposed to be opening up in August, I believe, um, in Japan. I don't know. No words yet of when it's supposed to come to the U.S. But when it does, I'm more than sure it's definitely going to have a big... A big, big following. Um, because I know a lot of people is going to want to see that. Uh, well, a lot of people like myself, for sure, will want to see that. And I'm definitely going to buy tickets and, who knows, maybe even drive up to L.A. Because, you know, L.A. seems to have all the stars and that's where they all want to go uh, for that. But pretty much that wraps up for, you know, the anime segment since the other ones haven't came out yet and I'm still waiting for that to happen. Um, my next topic I want to talk about is um, Japan. So for those of you who know, I had lived in Japan before and I just recently went back and of course fall in love with Japan all over again. And I'm just going to give you guys my top maybe five things to do while you're in Japan. And even some food ideas and tips and so. So my top five things to do is, of course, explore the city. All right, of course, that's kind of a dead giveaway, right? But a lot of people just want to go to one area when I went to Tokyo. And, like, so people will always recommend go to Roppongi, 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 Roppongi. Roppongi is nice. Got a nice restaurant. They got this place called Soul Food in Japan. Amazing, by the way. It's great. I mean, you're like all the way in Japan, soul food. But you guys don't understand. I feel like the quality of food is totally different than what you would get in America. Um, you also, you know, while in Japan, you got to go Vegas, uh, visit Sega Joyopolis. Joyplus. I can never say it. But it's pretty much a Sega theme theme park indoors. Amazing rides. Like, Virtual to the top. It will put Dave and Buster, Chuck E. Cheese uh, out for his money. And it can even rival, you know, Universal Studio if it wasn't so, like, indoors. If it was bigger, oh, yeah, Universal will be in trouble. Because let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, Joy Plus going on number two on my list is because it's, like, a virtual. You have virtual rides, a lot of high-tech um, video games that you like, they could put that in there, and you'd be like wondering why can't America do this type of stuff? Because I even play, you know, um, a lot of racing games where they had an actual car, a legit car 
on a like machine and you're turning and the car is like legitly turning and if you hit a wall you can feel it it's amazing it's a whole lot of fun a whole lot of blast right there um i also like to say the shopping shibuya shinjuku for number three in japan you will love it this clothes reasonable price and your money will your dollar will stretch far in japan trust me i've could at least tell you I spent like close to $300 if it was US dollars in some clothes that would probably, well, $300 if you want to translate it again. But if it was translated to US, I would have probably spent like close to $600 in clothes. So you can imagine my luggage is spring to the top, which I need to pack out, but you know, I'm lazy. I don't want to. Um, that was number three on my list. Number four on my list is definitely the ramen and, you know, the gyoza, all the Japanese food, even going, I would even recommend 7-Eleven for my, um, on my list. The reason why is because the food in Japan, you don't come to for American food. You want to experience the culture. You want to experience what they eat. And I will definitely say, you know, take, you know, get the food. I really love going to little hole-in-wall joints because those are the authentic types. They're not really well-known. And I feel like those are made homemade and those people really put their love into it. Like, I had the best ramen and it was good. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I promise you, you go, if you go and, like, try to choose top ramen, of course, everybody knows top ramen is just cheap, cheap food. But if you try top ramen, I promise you, if you had Japanese, um, Japanese ramen, and then you have, and then you have like top ramen, you'll be like, yo, I can't eat it. Like I even tried it one time because I was just so hungry. I even tried to put in top ramen and spit it right back out. It was disgusting. Didn't want nothing to do with it. I was done with it. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to sound bougie or anything, but. It's the truth, though. It's like, what is this? I don't want this no more. So, but you'll try it out for yourself. And number five on my list is experience this transportation, a.k.a. the train system. Now, you guys are probably like, why experience the train system? Like, you know, the stuff that they show in anime and stuff, hearing the noises and even, like, the pack, the crowdedness of it. Those things to be actually, like, dead on exact. And how it is. It's really kind of fun. And it's not even that expensive, honestly. And the train is nine times out of ten never late. Where in America, you'll be waiting some time for like where's this bus at and stuff like that. The train will take you pretty much anywhere in Tokyo you need to be. And even in most of Japan, the train can take you wherever you need to be. I know people will take train system just to go to point A to point B. Um... I definitely don't recommend you using a taxi or Uber to your area unless you're, like, pretty close to it. Other than that, I suggest, you know, you just take the train. It's a good experience. You get to see parts of Japan that you don't get to see regularly. And then you can even just hop off the train and go check out a place because something caught your eyes as you was going by with the train and go check it out. Um, so that's number five. I guess my list is pretty long because I was about to say I completely forgot about the Tokyo Sky Tower and Tokyo Sky Tree. Those places where you can see pretty much all of Tokyo and they're amazingly high and beautiful, great 
pictures. The weather was perfect. Um, the soccer was blooming by the time I got there, so it was an honor to get to see it for the second time. Sakuras are beautiful flowers that grow, that blossom once a year in certain parts in Japan. So for those of you who didn't know that, it's definitely a sight to see in March, April time frame. You want to go see it because after that, you have to wait a whole nother year until it comes around again. And pretty much just had to wait for that. Um, my next topic, though, I really want to discuss is pretty much, you know... Um, this topic about anime characters and do you want, would you rather have your anime character to be, you know, powerful or would you want your anime character to start off weak and then get stronger? Um, there's some pros and cons to both of them and I'm going to go a little bit in depth in it because then I'm going to put a post on Amino um, asking people out there what they would rather prefer. So... You know, if you haven't Mino, follow me. I'm going to ask that question and definitely hopefully get a response from you guys soon. But let's go ahead into it. So, um, yeah, I think for me personally, I'd rather have my anime character start off weak and then get stronger because, you know, you get to see where he was weak at. Like, for example, Naruto, we got to see where he was weak at, which was Shadow Clone Jutsu. And then all of a sudden, that becoming his main then his weakness became his strength. And it was kind of like encouraging, like, okay, Naruto made his weakness his strength, and that kind of is more relatable. And you kind of watch Naruto struggle from what all he had to go through and becoming, you know, a brand new, you know, the strongest person in the village, aka Hokage, and stuff like that. So it's like more relatable and stuff like that um, for us. Um, I also do enjoy a character who's already OP because then, you know, he ain't fucking around and, oh, like, you know, they don't know what they're getting into. Like, One Punch Man, come on now. Like, you know, that man is OP to the gods. But at the same time, the show is so enjoyable that you don't mind him being OP because it's fun and, you know, it's humorous and stuff like that. But it doesn't make the character more relatable far as that because you can't really say you grew with that character not saying one punch man you can't grow with him because he is enjoyable to watch but i'm just saying though i me personally i prefer my character to start off weak then get stronger um as you know time goes on but yeah let me know what you guys think do you guys prefer your character to be stronger or start out like op strong or be weaker and then get stronger All right, you guys take it easy. All right, bye.